Welcome, sports fans. This is your host, C.B. Baker, for Sports Inside and Out, Legends of Sports. Let me tell you, I got another great show for you today. I have Wally Wonder coming up today to give his input on the Cleveland Cavaliers and also a three-on-three tournament that's happening out there in the West Coast or in the nation. You know, he mentioned Ice Cube, so I just automatically assumed it was on the West Coast, but also a gentleman, Allen Iverson. So we'll be able to get some more input on that. But before we get into that, I'd like to give a shout-out to our sponsors, the Armed Forces Network, why we, why we were asleep, you were awake, making sure our way of life stayed the same. Seabreeze, the leader of transitional housing and more. My main man, Flash G, is in the house. And also, Dan and Nissan, man. Everybody's finally dug out in the Hampton Roads area for that big, massive snowstorm. They actually had a blizzard warning. So if your car is dirty and you're ready to trade it in, you say, you know what, I need a brand new spanking new car that's crystal clean. He's got there washing those cars up, ready to sell them. Go out there and get you a deal at Dana Nissan Man, Nissan of Chesapeake. That's SwappingKeys.com. That's SwappingKeys.com. Now, without further ado, my main man, Wally Wonder. Welcome to the show, Wally Jones. All right, CB. Hey, man, I'm excited. Uh, one thing I want to talk about, because Alan Iverson was actually in my transitional program when he came a rookie into the NBA, I became very close to him. But I see he's doing something already that I like. Um, the NBA Hall of Famer is teaming up with Entertainer Ice Cube. Now, what's happening with that, um, CB, is really Interesting, because they're going to have a three-on-three league. And one of the things about that, it'll start probably June 24th when the season's over with. It's going to be half-court, uh, playing the 60 points and feature a four-point shot. Uh, talk to some guys about it, because at my age, I'm still playing a little basketball at my age, but here they got some guys that's going to participate, Chauncey Billups, Rashard Lewis, Keon Martin. And they even committed, you're talking about some coaches, Gary Payton and George Gerber will be two of the coaches. So oh, wow. it'll be something new and exciting. It's going to be new and exciting, something different, again, for entertainment value when you have a guy like Ice Cube and a fellow like Alan Iverson. It's going to be pretty interesting. It's something that I think that, and as you say, the possibility of it being on the West Coast, I don't know whether they're going to have it around the country, where they have a lot of retired players participating in it. But I think it's an interesting idea. Three-on-three professional basketball league. Now, let's get to it. Man, I'm I'm excited about it. Being a former scout for the 76ers and Miami Heat, I'm going to talk a little about analytics before we get into the game, the Cavaliers game, and some other games I've seen last night. And, and I like this because when I played, we talked particularly about the importance of defense and the turnover leaders points off turnovers watch this russell westbrook uh, of course i got to talk about last night they had another triple double he had another his 18 triple double last year he had 18 the whole year but uh one thing points off turnovers he had 205 this year uh kevin durant and people don't realize playing a lot better defense cb he had 191 points off turnovers. James Harden, 178. Zach Levine, 175. And the Greek freak, Giannis, ended to Timber Popo of Milwaukee, 173. LeBron James, of course, always in the running for MVP like Westbrook and Harden. Uh, LeBron has 166. DeMar DeRozan, outstanding game the other night with 40-some points uh, when they won a game in Toronto. 
155. Stephen Carey, a former two-time MVP of the league, and also Jimmy Butler. That's 149. Now, second chance points. And I'm excited about this guy since I'm down in Miami. I hope he makes the all-star team. I'm glad the voting is not just on the fans, but also players and coaches. I think that's important. Second chance points. Hassan Whiteside, 190. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, last year's Rookie of the Year, 179. The Big Cat, 174. Andre Drummond. 154, and I like the way Dwight Howard is revitalizing his career in Atlanta, playing much better and having fun being at home. Uh, Enos Cantor, I watched him the other night, tremendous off-the-bench player, 151 second-chance points. Anthony Davis, another potential MVP from New Orleans, Pelicans, 143. Rudy Gourbet, uh, the Frenchman is playing well for Utah. They're going to be a uh, very good choice in this uh, NBA playoffs. They have a very good team. I like their team. And Kevin Love, that's 124 for the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's sort of an analytical point of view, CB. A lot of our listeners may not realize the importance of points off turnovers and second-chance points. It's wonderful to hear you, uh, you know, give those stats and, and really dive deep into the I just say get into the weeds a little bit with the NBA um, stats, kind of like how baseball fans do with baseball. But a lot of people don't understand that basketball, you could get in there too, and you could really find that sweet spot, which um, Coach Wooden for UCLA used to always say, you know, I want you to shoot the ball when you're at this spot because if you shoot anywhere else, you're going to miss it. So your chances of making it from this spot is, is much better. And, and then, you know, it goes to tell you, uh, he was a great coach and a great leader because a lot of people need to understand that in life, there's some things you're going to be good and good at, and there's some things you're not going to be good at, and that's what those numbers that you uh, just got through going through, Wally, really say about the NBA and and the uh, in particular the specific players that are really at the top echelon, you know, of the game. You don't necessarily have to be a superstar in the NBA in order to make uh, a great impact on your team. You know, of course I'm saying that to one of the greatest point guards of all time that really knew how to play the game well, which is Wally Jones. So I'm going to let you expand on that a little bit more. You know, and and I thought of that because when we played basketball, the golden age, one of the things that we talked about was being two-way ball players. So when you look at second chance points or turnovers, I I pride myself not only in the assists, but defensively, uh, you're talking about steals. And when we played, they didn't keep steals. Uh, One of the other things, I'm going to piggyback off of something that you just said that just reminded me of my best friend and high school American, Walt Hazard. He was one of uh, John Wooden's first. They were 30-0 in college. They won the championship. We lost to Duke in the regionals, and they went on to beat Duke for the finals. And Hazard would talk about just what you were talking about, uh, places where you take your shots from and – I learned a lot from John Wooden, uh, from Walt Hazard, about even practicing those similar things when you practice. You practice the way you play and get those sweet spots. So they're always talking about analytics. And I want our listeners to understand that we're into that, uh, how many possessions you have. I've been studying about when we played, how many possessions, more possessions we had, and more shots were taken. 
even averaging 100 points. Even though the game is wide open, the three-point shot, uh, what's important is the possessions and how many chances you have to to shoot. And I go back to, again, what's happening with the NBA and uh, referring back to one of my teammates with the Milwaukee Bucks, Oscar Robinson, who averaged a triple-double. Now you're seeing guys, because the three-point line, and because of ball players like Wes Westbrook, uh, James Harden, of course, the Cleveland Cavaliers, LeBron James. And I wanted to, we just talked before uh, we really got on air about the game last night. And I, and I wanted to talk about the Portland Trailblazers and the Cleveland Cavaliers. They made a tremendous trade, which we thought would be a tremendous trade with Kyle Korver, one of their premier three-point shooters. They got rid of Mike Dunleavy. Unfortunately, he's not getting that rhythm yet. The chemistry takes time, and I've seen him miss three, four shots. He's shooting a bad percentage and a two-point shot with them, but when that time comes, when that playoff time comes, they're going to have a premier three-point shooter to really help LeBron and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love to really be a force in the Eastern Conference. So I wanted to mention that. Any of your observations with that game last night since you watched it also, CB? You know, Wally, the, the thing that I really observed was the team just looked like the Cavaliers looked like they was kind of flat. You know, maybe they you know, they're traveling from Cleveland to there. You know, it's a road game. You know, in Portland, it just they didn't seem like themselves. And in and, and post game interviews that uh, LeBron uh, gave, he was like, they, you know, they need more quote unquote practice. And I'm like, okay, that was a very generic thing to say, LeBron. You need more practice. But you should have just said what, what, what everybody saw on the court, which was a tired team. Not to take anything away from Portland. Good but point. I, you know, Good but point. it was a tired team. And now Portland could utilize this as a way to say, hey, guys, this is how we can play. If we play well, we can play with the best of them in the league. And, and let's stop – fooling around and to stop blaming ourselves and pull everything together, put this, put a streak together, put a run together like Houston did a couple of years ago. And we can like storm into the playoffs with a good little push behind us. So I think it's a really good thing for Portland to get this win, but the, the Cleveland Cavaliers need to own up to the fact that, Hey, we was just tired. Yeah. One of the things they got in at 3 a.m. in the morning, uh, because of the snowstorm in Portland, the Portland Trailblazers uh, actually got in and uh, was at the hotel. They couldn't even go to their homes. Uh, back-to-backs, they've been like 0-3 in December because of back-to-backs. You, you, you can tell when a team, just like you said, was flat. That travel takes a toll on you. It's too many games. I don't care what they're saying. The, the body takes – it takes the body some time to recuperate. And a lot of those guys, when you talk about their ages, and especially I see now, just like I made mention the last uh, broadcast about how we try to play. When you talk about the takeoff, guys take a day off the rest. Or nowadays, uh, uh, they're, they're taking off periodically when they're back-to-back, the older players. And that same thing happened during our era. But it's just so many games. So you can't expect the quality of basketball play when you're talking about competing in the NBA to be up to par when you travel that long. So it is a fatigue factor. The travel takes a toll on you. And again, they've been 
uh, hard to win out there. Another place they, that Cleveland's been hard to play and win is Utah. A lot of people have a problem with the air out there. I played for the Utah Stars in the ABA, and we would run those guys until, you know, they they just couldn't catch their breath because of the altitude. Right. So a lot of teams have problems up there when they play in Denver and Utah, just speaking about the travel and what's happening in the NBA. Uh, comments about, I got to make, I'm happy the Sixers uh, have actually better their record from last year. They won a game last night on last point, a last shot. O'Connell, the guard for them, made a last-minute shot to beat, unfortunately, the Knicks. And I, I didn't want to get into what Rose. Rose came back with 11 of 16, CB. Um, there was, uh, I would say this, unprofessional not to contact your team, to go somewhere, uh, we would have been fined and suspended for many games that that happened in our era. It's a different era. So he came back and played, and they had an excuse for it. But when you're a professional athlete, you need to report to your team no matter what happens in your life. You need to call them up and say, hey, look, I have a personal problem, and this is what's happening. So very unprofessional, and it's going to take a toll on that team because they haven't found their chemistry either. They, you know, they got some new players when you talk about um, uh, Derek Rose, you're talking about Noah, Yaki right. uh, Noah, they're, they're new, new pieces. So uh, when you say this about practice time, very good point because they don't have time to practice CB. Uh, Cleveland has got these new pieces themselves and they really, uh, you got to have time to practice and find out how your team is going to really gel and have that chemistry. So that's a very important point about the NBA, about any particular sport where they travel a lot. And uh, uh, very good point, very good point. Thunder beat the Grizzlies. They finally got back to the Grizzlies. I saw that game. And you know what happened again? Russell Westbrook, 18 triple-double. An excellent game. 24 points, 13 rebounds, and 12 assists. Now he has uh, 55 career triple-doubles. Now, I keep going back to our era because – can you imagine a person averaging that? Oscar Robinson. And I had a chance to play with them with the Milwaukee Bucks, with Kareem and guys like Bobby Damages, John McLaughlin, Lucius Allen. And to see a guy to do what Russell Westbrook is doing, and also James Harden, it's amazing basketball. It's wide open freelance basketball with this three-point shot. Because... It didn't happen for those guys, again, with the Rockets, the Timberwolves, young boys came and actually had a chance to defeat the Rockets last night, 119, 105. So that's another fatigue factor because they came off of a back-to-back. So you look at those teams that are coming off of back-to-backs. So that's something that our listeners should learn about. It's very, very tough. Uh, season for an NBA, 82 games is a long season. Yeah, long and, season. And I know the players are, are really looking forward to this all-star break coming up uh, next month so they can get some of their legs back underneath them and get some of those knick-knacky injuries, you know, uh, taken care of and just rest. Um, so what are some of the things, Wally, that you got going on in the, in the nation? Because I know you're all over the place speaking and doing clinics places. So what so what's some of the things you got going on? Well, I had to speak back up. I got caught in the snowstorm in my old hometown, Philadelphia. Had a chance to stop by to see my dad. Turned 100 years old, December 31st. And we had some wonderful conversations with my best friend, 
Coach QP Hamilton, who's the winningest coach in public history, our organization, Superstars Institute, and Back to Basics put on a high school tournament. And we were, it was very, very nice tournament, good competition. Uh, the team from Glen Mills, where we had a workshop and uh, human development training at Glen Mills, the oldest correctional facility for uh, youth, they actually had a team in our tournament. And we were playing at MOTEP, charter school that has been the top uh, Pennsylvania team winning championships there for years. We were there at their facility this year. Uh, all teams competed. And one of the things that unfortunately, because of the snowstorm, the team from Maryland couldn't make it. So the last game was uh, canceled because of uh, weather. But then uh, an opportunity for me again, I'll have an opportunity uh, this weekend to follow up on the Freedom Classic, the Richmond Coliseum, Lonnie Blow, who we had on about a month ago, uh, the CIAA champion, Lonnie Blow, and also uh, Virginia Union, Virginia State will be competing at Richmond Coliseum for Freedom Classic in Richmond. So I will be there. Uh, going to give it an opportunity to talk about that, I hope, Friday even more. Uh, we're trying to have Coach Hatcher come on. He is recuperating. He had, had a report today that he's doing well, and I guess that hip replacement will be completed during the All-Star break so he get back on the air. But we may have a cameo with Coach Hatcher on Friday. I hope possibly about 11 o'clock that may be able to transpire. But things that are coming up in the future that are very important is the All-Star break. Each year we broadcast sports inside and out at the All-Star break, and we're trying to set up something that we're very proud of, the documentary, The Dream Maker. We're trying to set that up now. That's still in the process, and we're hoping that one of our sponsors, Nissan, and also Seabreeze helps us pull this off. We already have everything arranged with the Retired Players Association, Arnie Felco, to pull that off. So I hope we can do that, because usually I'm there every year. Broadcasting is usually around my birthday. February the 14th, but this year is going to be on the 17th, 18th, and 19th. So I hope we can pull that off, CD, so our listeners can hear some of the great legends of the NBA being on our broadcast. So that's something that's upcoming, and very proud to be a part of that each year and uh, represent for the Armed Forces Network, SoundCloud, iHeart. And again, one of the things that Sports Inside and Out is proud of is that we're able to really visit and support our armed forces and veterans, um, Operation First Response and Wounded Warrior programs that we're involved with over the past 10 years. So there are upcoming things, and I want our list to understand uh, that it's very important for us to give back, and uh, that's happening. Again, Martin Luther King uh, Day. The Wizards will have a game in Washington, and we'll be able to take some of our students that are part of the Shuba Stars program from the Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club. We're going to take a busload of kids because of our incentive program. The Shuba Stars program, academic action planning program, and the reading challenge. These kids have gone to the academics for the first part of this year, and we're rewarding them by having them go to a Wizards game. And that'll be on uh, Martin Luther King Day. I think the Wizards have a game on Monday or Tuesday. I'm not sure the actual date, but I'll be in the area to support our youth in Richmond, Virginia. 
All right. Sounds good. Well, people, you've heard it here. Uh, we got Coach um, Hatcher coming back and maybe making a cameo this Friday. But until then, I want you to understand this one thing. When legends speak. Everybody listens, man. Everybody. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's what it's about. That's right. All right. We out of here.